0: back. Hi, we're back. Hi. I may sound more more tired. Yes. Right now. I sound refreshed because <laughs> I've had a, a nap. Thanks. For, I, I had a
1: disco nap for like <laughs> an hour and a quarter after work, which is most
0: unusual for Excellent. me. Excellent. Um, but yeah. Good. Um, I um, had a great night's sleep as usual with my son. Fantastic. <laughs> well, you, you're up at three. Uh, mm. Wicked. Uh, yes, no. yes, three in the morning until uh about six. Got punched in the face a few times, which was always fun. <laughs> it's, uh, anyway, yeah, it's yeah. fine. Um, so I was reading, yeah. and this, has, I suppose, isn't in the news. And maybe like you, you would you messaged me about this as well. Yeah. Um, so Aquaman 2, right? Yeah. So Aquaman 2 has you know finished production and they are they were doing some test screenings last weekend. Yeah. Um, in Hollywood. And according to the rumors, it is absolutely atrocious and one of the worst, or if not the worst, uh, DC film that has been produced so far. And they've had some stinkers. Yeah. So it got me thinking, you know, you hear all these horror stories about films and the test screenings, all these troubled productions. Yeah. And... You know, it gives you this, and for me anyway, it gives me this sort of like, uh, um, I don't know what what's the word like preconceived idea of 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 the film. So we're we'll going with these, or you know, already going in with low expectations. Yeah. So you got me thinking: Are there any films that you've kind of heard about having trouble productions, or the screen test screenings have been really bad? Mm. But then you've when you've actually gone in you've been pleasantly surprised. I'd I'd
1: say none that, I suppose it's only in the last sort of two or three years when I've been sort of paying close attention to like hearing about films that have been test screened and like hearing about how they've been received initially. You know what I mean? To like to be mm. that sort of um, aware of them. I mean, retrospectively, mm. you hear about films that apparently were going to be bad that Ended mm. up being alright. Like, like I think, um I think Goodfellas was one of them, for instance. And um, oh, right. okay. so I, that apparently, like when it first got test screen, they were like, "This is a little rubbish." And then ended up being alright. Like, I don't know wh- how much um, treatments it got in between. Um, Shawshank yeah. Shawshank Redemption was apparently another one that, like, when it was first test screen. Well, Shawshank Redemption is quite interesting actually because it wasn't a popular film when it was released. It was. um no, it, it became it basically was it, was it was like it, it bombed at it, the box and office. then it was like a cult. Well, it was like a home video, mm. a home video success, really.
0: I think, that yeah, sort of. Um, helped and it now to... it's what voted second <laughs> best film, exactly.
1: Isn't it funny? Um, yeah, uh, another one it was, um, that you're a bigger fan of this than I am. We are big fans of Edgar Wright, but apparently uh, Scott Pilgrim when that was first test screen. Mm. Apparently that was really sort of badly received when it first test screen. No well thing.
0: the 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 film multiple endings of Scott Pilgrim as well. Yeah. One that sort of stayed true to the, the kind of graphic novel and then the actual ending of the film, which is a little bit different, mm. um, but doesn't have as it's a bit more fan service, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so I guess what you're trying to get at is me. like oh, yeah. what you're
1: trying to get at is like how much the studios well firstly how much do they react to the test screening results mm. and also how much are they able to save a film once it's been test screened poorly really i yeah. guess is what you what you're sort of saying um
0: hmm. what, one a really famous example and this is one for me as well uh was and i, I rewatched it recently um and this is World War Z. Oh, have yeah. you seen I've never used the book, Brad Pitt one. Um, so I love, I, I've sp- I probably spoke about it at length on the podcast before, but I absolutely love the book. I remember this, you um, reading the book on
1: holiday in Spain, like
0: years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I absolutely love this book. It holds up. It's so well done. Oh. Um So it's obviously, it's Max Brooks, Mel Brooks, his son. Uh, he did the zombie survival guide, which is kind of this tongue in cheek, mm. like in-depth look into how you'd survive a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. But then did World War Z, which is a really, really serious, um serious series of accounts um taken from the start to the end of the zombie apocalypse and interviews a load you know air quotes interviews a load of different people from around the world at different stages doing different professions at different levels of responsibility throughout the the, the, the zombie apocalypse and it's brilliant mm. and then they said they were making the film I was like okay how are they gonna do this because it's definitely more suited to like a TV series you know mini series um, Directed by Mark Foster, who did Quantum of Solace, which wasn't great. So, you know, already it wasn't sort of, uh, you know, the, the, what we were hearing about, it wasn't great. Yeah. And then it was just horror story after horror story that they'd filmed a whole third act that they just scrapped. Apparently there was extras who were like on set all day in in. Zombie prosthetics and all this sort of stuff, who weren't even used. Wow. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like terrible conditions. And then apparently, when they did this, it's not even apparently this is true. When they did the test test screening, yeah. they were like, "This is unreleasable. <laughs> Just can't do it. Yeah. We've got to refilm the the whole third act." So it, it takes this very weird shift in the final film where the third act takes third act takes place in wales in a hospital in wales (laughs) Um, which is very strange but actually it's really good like i so i went in like really low expectations all right it's not the book it's nothing like the book really but actually, as a standalone film, I was like, "That was actually oh, pretty cool. great," and I really, really enjoyed it. So that was one that really, like, sure. you know, defied expectations for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just got me thinking. Like, you know, uh, so I don't know it's, if anybody else has got any examples. Send them in. DC are really getting themselves a
1: bit of a reputation for it now, aren't they? Of like, mm, definitely. Yeah, and, well, and it's this in- Batgirl. Well, it's- <laughs> unreleasable. Well, that, that's yeah, exactly. And that I wonder whether we'll ever see that. Um, but this. I mean, mm. this James Gunn thing. I I am very much intrigued to see what he does and if he sort of saves mm. DC, as it were. But I can't help feeling like he's not being um, he he's not being bold enough. He needs to like draw a firm line under it because he's kind of cherry picking a little bit. Mm. He's like saying, yeah that that's going to count as part of it. Well, we're keeping that. We're not keeping you. We're keeping yeah. that. It's like you need, if you want to do your thing, I just feel like you need to
0: just box off anything that's yeah. happened previously and gone, right. From now. My, my, my fear with James Gunn is he's coming, he's coming out with these films. Like he's announced these films. Like I can't even remember what it's called. Like monster squad. or <laughs> It's not monster squad, but like, and a lot of these films are really weird. Yeah. Okay. From the sounds of it and very wild and very like um, obscure. Which in the past has worked, Mm -hmm. you know, Guardians of the Galaxy. Nobody had any, you know, any expectations to Guardian Guardians of the Galaxy. However, not every film in the in the MCU is weird. Guardians of the Galaxy, but from the sounds of it, a lot of these DC films are going to be a bit odd and a bit obscure, which is great, and I'm sure I'm sure they'll be really interesting. But I'm not sure everybody's going to be on board with, you know, how random they are. I hate to say it, people want a Batman film, people want a Wonder Woman film. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't, <laughs> but I think the vast majority of people do want to see those things.
1: I like The reason I like Guardians of the Galaxy so much is because it is light relief amongst a lot of films of a darker, more serious tone. And I mm. think you need to have that variety in order for them to... If you're releasing that many of them, God, if you're releasing four films a year, like at Marvel are at the moment, like you can't have them mm. all have been in the same... Tone, whether that's a dull tone, a serious tone, a a tongue-in-cheek tone, you know, and it's ah, just you got to get, kind of get, you got to have, you got you got to get the tread the tread the fine line of having some consistency, so that they all feel like they are part of the same universe, but also each Mm. one having its own identity as well, and I think that's going to be very difficult to achieve, Um, and I think so far. Well, up to a point, Marvel have kind of got away with it. And, I mean, mm-hmm. DC have just been messy. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, it be very easy for James Gunn to just take the paycheck and just, like, not really care about <laughs> yeah. how it's received and just you know, <laughs> <go> with it. <laughs> it's March. Uh, it is March. It is March. We are already uh, a sixth of the way into the year. However, <laughs> we have not had the opportunity yet to take stock of uh, what we've got to look forward to in the coming months, and uh, mm. you know how we're feeling about it. So, we are going to give a little bit of a rundown of what we've uh, the, the slate for 2023 and what we uh,
0: what we've got coming up in the cinema. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um. What yeah. way up to with Creed, Dave?
0: Um I watched the first one. Okay. I actually, you know what? I actually really enjoyed the first one because it's just Rocky. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with the first Rocky film. Mm. Um so it's, you know, it, it's very good. I didn't watch the second one. Um don't know why, just didn't. Okay. Um
1: I've not seen either of them.
0: But I'm quite I'm quite interested in this third one because it's directed by Michael B Jordan yeah. and obviously Jonathan Majors is in it and he's he's quite a Captivating screen presence, isn't he? So yeah. um, it's his month. Yeah. Well, is it? It's March, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Creed three comes out this month. What else have we got? This is a funny one. Uh, Sixty five, which is this um, yeah. odd, odd little well, not even little film, but uh, it's Adam Driver, and essentially we, it's the writers of a Quiet Place. We, oh, we, I don't know if it's. I'm <laughs> Adam Driver. Um, don't know if it's. Like, if it's a time travel thing or if it's just a purely futuristic thing, but anyway, he's an astronaut and he crash lands on a planet. And they're mm. not saying which planet it is, but there's dinosaurs, okay. Um, hence 65, 65 million years, so it's kind of Planet of the Apes meets Jurassic Park, okay. Eh, we'll see. Is he's, it he's interesting, Adam Driver? He does, he does make can't be worse than white choices, noise, so yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm still not seeing it. Still not Don't seeing bother.
1: It. Where do you stand with Luther then? Did you watch Luther on the TV series? Uh,
0: i i think i'm up to date with it Mm. however i think we watched the last like couple of seasons when we had children so i was very Mm. up and down can't really remember what i watched what i didn't what i fell asleep watching but what i will say is i couldn't care less about a luther same (laughs) well like
1: no doubt i'll watch it at some point but because i used i was dead into the series um, the first, cu- first, uh, the first
0: series at least was
1: really. Oh good. yeah, the f- first couple. But the last series, it just completely, I mean, lost me. By this point, Idris is a, a superstar, far too big for his boots. Appearing, <clears throat> but also spreading himself too thin everywhere in everything, uh, yeah. everything like that And by that point in the third season. I Really didn't like him <laughs> and uh, uh, not this. I don't know how many seasons whatever season it was, it was Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe five. I don't know, but I have I've seen them all. Uh and when I heard a film was coming out, I was just like, oh, Do you have
0: to? Really, do you have to? I it's 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 one of those where it's just like you don't need a film. No. It's like Peaky Blinders, you don't need a no. Peaky Blinders. Downton film. Abbey. No I've never seen Downton Abbey, enjoy... but I know you exactly. didn't need a film. Exactly. You don't need a film. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Uh, keep, you know, they say we're in this golden age of TV. Well, keep it on TV. I was thinking about this the other day. I, don't need
1: it. <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day. Actually, I was thinking uh, we're going to speak about Last of Us um, in depth in a little bit. Um, but I was thinking if they made instead of instead of a series, if, if them, because one of the criticisms and we'll get onto this about Last of Us is that like, you know, they're they're kind of rushing it a little bit, introducing characters, then killing mm. off characters very quickly, and it's very sort of. Rapid. But they're still making nine hours of it. So like if they'd have said we're yeah. making a film of Last of Us, I'm sure a lot of people would have gone, Oh, cool, I'll be interested in seeing that. And you think how efficient a film yeah. has to be. But films are completely yeah. different, aren't they, in terms of the way they are yeah. scripted and that and you, you know, you don't have time to sort of properly go in depth into these characters and that.
0: So um it'd be yeah, I
1: mean, let's let's see how badly they ruin it. I'm intrigued. hmm
0: We'll see. We'll see. So other things we've got in March is uh, Scream 6. I'm not too bothered about Shazam, which is just what it's one of, the, well, Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods. It's one of the last Klingons of the uh, old the Snyderverse, I suppose, to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, I saw the trailer to it. It looks atrocious, if you ask me. I, I really enjoyed the first Shazam film. It's really light-hearted, yeah. uh, a lot of fun. But this one just looks like got no interest. You right? know, dragons and things. It looks rubbish. What else we got? John Wick four. Um, okay. Okay. Fine. <laughs> fine. <laughs> is he still bothered yeah, about that interestingly... dog? is it still all about that dog? <laughs> no, <I don't> well, <laughs> um, interestingly. Later on in March, uh, we're getting the Dungeons and Dragons film. Mm. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, what's it called? Something about thieves. Um, honor among thieves. I don't know. Something. something about yeah. honor among thieves. There you go. Um, but this is directed by the guy who did Game Night. Ah, oh, okay. um, we quite enjoyed Game Night, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so is that so, how the
1: ah? Okay, right. So,
0: I think that's how. Like, yeah, how he's got it. Um, it looks, I mean, we, we mentioned Guardian, the Guardians of the Galaxy quite a lot this week, um, but it looks very sort of Guardians, very, like, you know, quirky. Everyone's a sarcastic, you know, a sarcastic it's So, bastard. like, are they
1: going at it from a sort of <laughs> Jumanji point of view, Is if, like, they are in the no, game? No, I don't, no. No no, okay. no. no, 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 no. It's, so it's, it's, it's in the world. In okay, world. fair enough.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Chris Pine's in it. You know, I like Chris Pine. He's, he's always a good presence. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of uh, April? films made April? into games, a game. Tetris. <laughs> no idea what that's Tetris. about. Presumably not about the blocks tessellated no, into it's each about,
0: other. No. Well, it's it's about the um, the making of of Tetris. Oh, god, now. it is like, really. One guy sold it. And it was invented by a Russian. uh wow. And the KGB get involved in all this sort of stuff. Apparently, it's a pretty wild story. Nice. It's Taron Egerton. I thought it was a mini series, but apparently not. Okay. So. Air. So, um, so, uh, so this is the story of Nike and the Jordan, you know, Jordans, basically. Mm. But it's uh, directed by Ben Affleck, stars Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Um, yeah, Fine. I mean, I, 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 complete it's consumerism. Things, it's a very, um, it's well, and it's, but it's also a very American thing, isn't it? Like you know, Jord—that like, whole sort of Air Jordan thing hasn't quite translated as. Much over here. I mean,
1: people still wear it, don't get me wrong, but like, you know A I mean? couple, like really... couple of my mates were like, oh, we, we all bought family Nikes today. Like, look at me. Like, I was like, right. Yeah, yeah, we all got Nike." All right, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't, I don't like, <laughs> <right>. well done. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. Good for you. Yeah. Great. Anyway,
0: <laughs> it's-a um, me,
1: Mario. <laughs>
0: I'm um, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm past the Chris Chris Pratt voice thing. The animation looks amazing. Yeah. The trailer looks brilliant. Well, I've been it's playing. Great voice I've been cast. playing a
1: heck of a lot of Mario recently. I've been me and Arthur have been playing Mario, yeah. Mario Odyssey um, last couple of weeks, and we love it. it. Mario Odyssey is like 3D Mario, but you play co-op, and one of you plays as his hat, Cappy, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> that throws yeah. his hat and that does a load of stuff. And yeah, I'm, I'm more excited for it now. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, Ace. Yeah. that was That's the first big Co- one I'm looking forward to. That'll be a family cinema, yeah. cinema
0: trip, I reckon. Yeah, that'll be good. I'll take the kids to watch that as well. I think. Um, okay, a few other things in in April. Yeah, Joaquin, That's uh, it's in Ariaster's latest one. Bow is afraid. It looks very very strange. So Ariaster did mm. uh, he did Hereditary. He did uh, Midsummer, which we loved. It's mm. crazy. But then this one just looks very odd. I've got a feeling it's going to be a bit too weird to try for people to really get on board. I think it's 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 almost like. Mm. Um, like the Babylon type thing, they're giving them a bit too much free reign. Um, but we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens. Uh we've got a new Evil Dead film, which looks fine. Uh some Garichi films. Uh but then in May, let's get to May. Yep. So, first big one, and this is this is one of the big ones that I'm looking forward to. We've mentioned it a thousand times today. Mm-hmm. This is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, and it's the final Guardians of the Galaxy with this lineup of the Guardians as we know it. There's you know there's going to be some deaths. There's going to be some twists and turns.
1: How um, is it working with Zoe Saldana? Awesome.
0: It's oh, well, it's it's the it's the uh, Gamora that we left off. Um, so it's the Gamora from the alternate timeline, etc., etc. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: hang on a second, I'm confused.
0: So if you, I mean, it's not we're past spoilers at this point, yeah. Aren't of course, we? up in, in the MCU. So obviously, uh, Peter Quill's Gamora died. Thanos threw her off that thing yeah. to get the Soul Stone. But at the end of uh, Endgame, the there was Gamora from like. 2014 or something then she you know when Thanos came through the big bad Thanos at the end right. the, at the end of Endgame yeah. uh, that timeline Gamora came through right. um, so she's around so it's it's not there she basically it's Gamora before she fell in love with Peter Quill so he's got to basically make her fall in love with God I've forgotten all this fine <laughs> you're going to have to do a catch up I think Yeah. Uh, what ten. else we got <laughs> oh. <laughs> Here we go, fast ten. I heard somebody say, "Fast ten, your seatbelts."
1: <laughs> hey, I love it. Yeah, why did they not yeah. call it that? Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> they don't wear seatbelts.
0: Um, yeah, they don't wear seatbelts, and where, where, they're, where they're going, they don't need <laughs> roads. All right. Okay. No other franchise um, okay we got the little mermaid coming out in may which you know fine whatever uh june okay here we go here we oh. go So very very anticipated sequel this is spider-man across the spider-verse i'm actually hearing uh, interestingly off what we were talking about at the start of the episode i'm hearing that there may be some troubles with the production um cool. But we will see. And I'm also hearing a big rumour. Do you want to hear the big rumour? Because I don't know whether this would fall into spoiler spoiler categories or territory. So obviously, it's lots of different types of animation in the film. Oh, yeah. and lots of different variants of Peter Parker and, and Spider-Man and things like that. I'm, I heard a crazy rumour that Tom Holland <laughs> is playing his version of Peter Parker in live action.
1: Wow. Okay, so, I'm like, down with that. Everything else would be
0: animated and he'd just be like, yeah, I mean
1: that's it. But <laughs> but, they've, set, you know. they've, they've set precedent. The the only thing I was really expecting Miles Morales to appear in um yeah. whatever the latest Spider-Man
0: the film, last one, yeah, yeah No way home. No way home, yeah. Um, is it no way home? And I was actually that was my um, main
1: disappointment for the film, was like I was really hoping to just like for mm. some to be something um there. <laughs> um yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm all for that. Whatever. Oscar Isaac's in it playing uh, Spider-Man 2099 yeah. or something like that.
0: 2099. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. All right. Well, let, let's let's fly through. We got some, you know, another Terminator. Uh, Terminator. Sorry, we have got another Transformer film. There's uh, the new Disney Pixar Elemental, which is coming in June. Okay. The Flash, which actually looks really good. Look right. We talked about this in a bit of detail last week. Yep. That's in June. Um, then we've got. Indiana Jones Go home, and the Dial Harrison. of Destiny. Go home. I, you know what, I, I'm excited for this. James Mangold directing, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is in it. She's done some writing on it as well. Okay. They're doing lots of de-aging, and from the looks of it, the de-aging looks flawless. Um, Mads Michelson's in there as a villain I, I don't know I think I think it's it, I think it's going to redeem the franchise but Harrison Ford has definitely said this is definitely my last one okay is good.
1: but is good. will it struggle um, to be in, in the box office up against Mission Impossible <sighs> Dead Reckoning Part 1
0: I, uh, well they, they, they're giving them a there's a few weeks between oh there's not there's a week between them. exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I can't wait it's got a good cast as well. Yeah, uh, obviously Tom Cruise, Rebecca Ferguson, Simon Pegg, freaking range, Vanessa Kirby's in there. Nice. Um, Hayley Atwell's in there. Palmer's in there. That's Mantis from uh, Guardians. Guardians. It's all about Guardians yeah, today. Yeah. Um, I can't wait. This is the the first part of the final. Um, two films so uh, yeah it's good to be, I'm, I'm, it's gonna be good i'm really interested yeah uh um, really later film in july uh-uh. <laughs> yeah yeah it's meant to be like three and a half hours long later on in july <gasps> oh my god barbie, july i'm keeping my
1: cinema work. membership just for july alone my yeah. god
0: yeah wow i know i think they come out the same day don't they yeah they do barbie <laughs> and oppenheimer <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> <the same day. laughs> that ain't
1: gonna stay like that surely Surely,
0: As I know. I think one of them will get cold feet. Won't well, we? if Oppenheimer, um, a yeah, so Barbie looks, I
1: can't see Chris Nolan flinching. I think. Yeah. I think Barbie might move.
0: Uh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Barbie might move. Um, loads of other things. Let's let's jump through to uh, let's jump through to September. Yeah. Um, so towards the end of September, uh, no, sorry, start of September, 8th of September, we've got Next Goal Wins, which is directed by Taika YTV, starring Michael Fastbender, Elizabeth Marth Will Arnett. And this is a really, really cool story of this um this football team. Um it was the uh oh yes, yeah, so it's the American Samoa national football team, and they basically had like the worst um like like worst goal difference in a in a match ever or yeah. something <laughs> like that. But it, it looks, you know, it, I think it'll be very interesting him going back away from the sort of big blockbuster type thing, yeah. and going a little bit more indie. So that should be good. Cool. Um, October, we've got Craven the Hunter, which is the Spider-Man spin-off. Um, what's he called? Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, that we've yeah. playing Craven. Fine, okay. Um, there's a new Exorcist film coming. There's okay. a new Saw film coming. Who cares? Um, then November. First film in November, Greg, November the third. Do you want to talk to us about it? Doom part
1: two, which uh I so we had Doom yes. Part One back in twenty twenty one. Uh I very much enjoyed. It was sort of very hot anticipated mm. based on uh the book from many, many years ago. Uh Denny Villeneuve however you want to say it, mm. uh Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, um Rebecca Ferguson, Harry Badem josh brolin uh and it was brilliant and it really set it definitely whet my appetite and whilst i've <laughs> whet, whet my appetite whilst i've not um i've not been thinking about it too much since then i know i definitely enjoyed it i've not seen it since but i absolutely mm. know that at the time i was like yeah i'm really look forward to seeing what happens next because i don't think they sort of like Scratched the surface of the book, really, did they by what they did in the first one? No, uh,
0: and that's what kind of annoyed me about the first film because they hadn't guaranteed they were making a second, and to leave it on such a cliffhanger, I was just a bit like, Ugh, yeah, come on, yeah, yeah. but we're getting a second, so that's fine. It's going to need another watch.
1: Um, I love Timothy Chalamet, and we are seeing quite a bit of him this year because uh, later on in December, we're seeing him in something else, aren't we?
0: Yes, we are, but let's just touch on. Um, also in November, we've got the Marvels, which is the Captain Marvel sequel, but it also acts as a sequel to Ms. Marvel TV show and kind of to uh, WandaVision as well. So it's all the kind of three uh, Captain Marvel-esque characters coming in there. Fine. Captain Marvel was fine. Mm. Um, into December, yes, we've got Wonka, which is the Willy Wonka uh, prequel, apparently. You know, Charlie and Charlie actually prequel. Okay. Good. <laughs> I mean... Uh, Paul King directed it. Paul King yeah. directed Paddington. Yes, so, I know. You know. I, and, oh, yeah. And, and, well, that's uh, he's got he's got Sally
1: Hawkins in it, hasn't he? So, uh, you know Rowan Atkinson's is in it yeah. as well. Yeah, been quite intriguing. I, I, yeah, I, I, I am intrigued. I'm very much intrigued. Good sort of Christmas time release. I think it'll be a family Christmas. You know,
0: potential yeah. blockbuster. And then last one really to mention, as we mentioned earlier, apparently. Aquaman and Lost Kingdom is coming on Christmas Day. That'll be America, so we'll probably get it early twenty twenty four. We'll see <laughs> if it even comes out. <laughs> and that is
1: your twenty twenty three. Be interesting to come back and yes, listen. Looking. Come back and listen to this episode at the end of the year. We'll kind of could be able to compare what we were looking forward to to how they yeah. came about. Stick a jingle in there, yeah, Dave. Definitely. So I think uh, we dec- when we decided um, at the start of this season, if you like, we're thinking about what can we can make these feature episodes about. And one of the things we that was kind of obvious, really, is something we've both been watching, but something that a lot of people have been watching at the moment is the PlayStation game adaptation series uh, on HBO mm. of The Last of Us. Starring, yeah. uh, your favourite Pedro Pascal. Uh, you absolutely love him, don't you? I love him. I do love him. <laughs> uh, <I> love him. <laughs> uh, and um, it's it, we were discussing about. It because you said, "Oh, should we wait till the end of the season to discuss it?" And I think. Well, we're we're not going to once we get to the end of the season, we'll have known how it concludes and everything like that. So we're kind of at the point in the mm. point now where we're going to talk fairly openly about the first seven episodes of the season because that's where we're up to. There's two more to cut. Um, if you don't want to, mm. if you've not watched it any of it yet and you don't want to know any uh, anything about it, um, then what are you doing here? Go somewhere else. Um, but <laughs> um stick around if you don't mind us talking openly about so far. So The Last of Us was um a twenty thirteen Playstation game, exclusive to Playstation. Mm. And um, my brother got it for PS four and um, he was raving about it and he lent lent it me at one point. Um and, and by this time I had kids but I played um like um, I don't know, maybe a couple of hours worth of it, and I did really like it. It's just that realistically, I couldn't commit mm. the time to it. Very cinematic, very, very much focused on, uh, as many many good games do these days. You know, you've got to remember that the teams, the games are such a huge industry, like almost bigger than the. You know, a, a game release can be much bigger mm. than many films, most films. And if you think yeah. of that GTA, how much that's turned over billions and billions and billions. Mm. But they have teams of. You know screenwriters working on them they have you know composers doing the scores for them right they spend a lot of time on the visuals the cinematography and things like that and this is a game that's been spoken about for some time that would lend itself very very nicely to cinema or television like high high mm. high what's the word? you know high level high grade television mm. sort of thing and they've, yeah. and they've done it and um I have to say, we both we both really, really enjoy it, don't we? Um, yeah, definitely. So, do you want to give a bit of a setup to The Last of Us, Dave, and explain what's going on? Yeah, so uh,
0: in 2003, um, there is uh, a pandemic um, which breaks out uh, to do with a, like a fungal infection, uh which basically this fungus takes over um infects the body takes over the body uses the 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 persons as, as a host essentially mm. um within a few days the whole world has basically gone to shit yes <laughs> um, joel played by pedro pascal uh, is in texas he's got a daughter called sarah yes i think she's called sarah yeah. Yes, yeah. uh, and his brother Tommy. Um, again, are we? Are we getting into spoilers? It's, fine like, it's not really a yeah. spoiler if it's at the beginning. Yeah. Um, so his daughter dies in the initial outbreak, um, and then that's all we we know. Mm-hmm. Um, we pick up twenty years later. Uh, Joel is in Boston working uh, in this sort of quarantine area, the QA they call them, um, and he's just sort of like your everyday worker. He, he does like. QZ, that's it, not QA. Uh, quarantine zone, isn't it? Um, yeah, and he's a bit of a broken man, mm. um, but he's a bit of a rogue as well. Things happen. He's a smuggler. And he has to... he? He's a smuggler, yeah. And basically, he gets the, ta- the task to to smuggle this young girl, Ellie, out of the QZ and to um, a-, a group of sort of freedom fighters mm. called the-, the Fireflies because... She has been bitten, infected, but she, as it seems, is immune. And the only person they've ever heard of who is immune to this, the cordyceps. Um. Yeah. yeah. So that that's kind of the setup. He's got to get her from A to B. Yeah. But it's a big, you know, it, it's a quite a quite a task.
1: And uh, uh, whilst it's not technically a zombie film. It For all intents and purposes, is a zombie film, uh, not not film yeah. sorry, series. Because it's this um, TV show, It's um, yeah. it's a it's a fungus a fungal infection, isn't it? That's that's spreading. Yeah. Um, that lives kind of within the earth, and it can and it kind of communicates in its roots and that throughout the earth. Um, mm-hmm. And the the echo zombies. They're more like Mm-hmm. And their nature, I mean, they're, they're quite strange looking. They have like, these big growths on them and things like that, where like the fungus has sort of gone. Yeah. And there's different types of them. There's like clickers that are like deaf, uh, not deaf, but like blind, sorry, and can like respond to the noise. Yeah. Um, but the, in the way they move, they're much more, the rather than sort of your walking dead zombies, they're much more like your trained to Bassan style movement, like very yeah. fast yeah, 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 yeah. and sort of jerky movement. Mm. Main thing worth pointing out is, first of all, it it looks stunning. Um, The production value is so, so good and so, so high. The amount of money that must have been spent on this series is unbelievable. But um, Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey, um, who play the lead characters, um, are just so wonderful together. They have such an amazing chemistry together. Bella Ramsey, obviously seen in Game of Thrones. I think you know, underused somewhat in Game of Thrones. Obviously, she's quite a bit younger and played this sort of like um, this sort of yeah. almost pe- perpetual and entitled teenage role. Um, but in this, you know, you can see you can see sort of elements of that, but taken so much further and so much better. And there's so much depth to her character. And you absolutely, when you first meet her, you kind of like because you you're missing Sarah's daughter. Um, and you 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 know they do this this program does a lot of leading the you Danny garden path and they'll send you right and they'll go left and it will yeah. catch you off guard quite a lot and if you've not played all of the game you won't know what's coming but um, so when mm. you first meet Ellie I mean for me personally I was like who is this girl she's not the girl I've been like getting to know in this in this in this program mm. uh, but very quickly <laughs> you warm to her and she's amazing and she's funny and she's like ballsy she's 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 amazing um yeah (laughs) but i am absolutely coming on board with you with pedro pascal he's just he's he's so lovable he is so lovable yeah Um, he
0: is he really is and
1: and it's this miss he plays this sort of misunderstood hard man where you as the viewer you can see the softness underneath him and Mm. and that sort of thing but he sort of portrays that so so well um the series has done, like I said, a lot of um, very sort of shocking. Like you'll get to know a character and then they'll, it'll kill them off, and it's done that several times now. Yeah. and um, and mm. whilst I admire um, the writing and it's you know it's bravery in doing that and not sort of sticking with characters because people would like will like them and warm to them, um, it's getting to the point now where we're seven episodes in and. It's an episode we will introduce a new character and straight away, speaking to someone at work, uh, work about this today, you're very guarded straight away. You're like, well, I'm not, you know, you, you won't be here at the end of the episode, so yeah. I'm, I'm buying into, it. I'm buying into <laughs> it. You know what I mean?
0: It's, it's a bit like earlier seasons of The Walking Dead when The Walking Dead was actually quite good. Um, yeah. It was like you genuinely didn't know who was safe, so it was, it was you were with them the entire time. You know what I mean? If If somebody feels invincible... Yeah. Because like, even Ellie, you know, all right, Ellie's not going to die, let's face it. But even like they mm-hmm. say, you know, all right, you can be bitten, but they can still tear you apart. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. You know, you're not, you're not immune to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're with them every step of the way because you're like, actually, who is safe? And you, you genuinely don't know who is safe. Mm-hmm. Um, what mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed and how it's handled it really well, and it, again, opposite to The Walking Dead, what The Walking Dead used to do was because they had like 16 episodes yeah. they had to have filler so they do episodes where one character would just go off on this little like side mission and it really wouldn't kind of add anything to the story sure however what what the last of us is doing and you know there's nine episodes in, in this season and already i'd say two and a half of those nine episodes have been little almost like side, hmm. side you know, side missions or side quests or something like that, or like side stories to get to know hmm. these characters. Like, and like you say, a, a, lot, a lot of the time, not all, all of them will get to the end of the story. However, every single side story, so for example, the Frank and Bill yeah, one. Oh Hell um, that episode.
1: It's one of the best episodes even though, of TV. Like, I've
0: even seen. though, oh, it's incredible. It's heartbreaking. Even though Joel is only in that episode for like two minutes yeah. or something like that, that entire episode just fuels, um, or no, no, yeah, fuels Joel's character. Absolutely, adds so much more depth mm. to Joel's character. Um, the same with with the half of the episode with the two brothers in uh, K- Kansas, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um you know, Joel and Joel and Ellie only come into that one halfway through. But again, seeing what those two brothers have been through and seeing what yeah. the elder brother is prepared to do, yeah you see that in joel and what joel take joel takes that from their story of course and it adds to his character later down the line and then obviously the same with the most lit the latest episode with ellie you know it's 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 fueling um or building on ellie's character which is brilliant so actually i like that they've taken these little detours because yeah it's not just filler it's not all pointless like the walking dead was absolutely Um, yeah yeah. it's it's
1: it's very very well done and there's not many uh adaptations of games that you could say that about but mm. it, i think it does a lot lot for uh, potentially does a lot for the gaming industry i mean i no doubt the last of us and last of us part two have sold many millions mm. of copies just on the back of this series at least alone but also you know it, it is it, we've always said haven't we like neither of us are dead into gaming but That's unusual because, given everything else, especially like you, like everything you're into, like you always say, you should be a gamer. I should
0: be a gamer, but I'm just
1: yeah. I'm just not very good at it as well. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So um, Um, that's. I mean, I. So the latest episode, episode seven, was uh, this episode where um, it's a flashback episode, really, and you, you you. you know that Ellie got bit at some point, and um, she's mm. given little. Uh, I, I like the way that um, it peppers the story with things that intrigue you, and you're like, "Oh, we're going to find more about that later." Um, and then mm. this is one of those episodes where it's kind of come back, and said, "Okay, you know, this we're going to show you why she, how she sort of first got bitten, sort of thing." Um, and there's well, there's mm. another bit where she says she has shot shot someone before. Now, even though on episode seven you don't mm. see her shoot anyone, it's kind of well, either. It's left you to make some assumptions, or it'll go back again, perhaps, and sort yeah. of show what happens mm. um, there on the back of episode seven. Um, it's episode seven was the first one, really, where I found myself twiddling my thumbs a bit, and like I felt it lacked pace, mm. um, really. And you know, I, and I, and I think that's because of the high efficiency and the high action of like the episode with the two brothers in uh, Sam and his mm. older brother. Um and the episode with Bill and Franken, they were so, um, you know, like machine gun efficient in like their mm. storytelling, weren't they? And there was a little bit more. But every time something is not happening, you can guarantee it looks incredible. Mm. So
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I I I'm really impressed with it. I, I hope I just hope they don't ruin it. That's my only worry with with any good TV. Yeah
0: from, I get, I'm in no way going to spoil anything, but from knowing, I know roughly where the story goes in, in part two. Mm. I'm interested to see whether season two is going to be directly, directly into part two or whether they'll do a season three might be more part two. Sure. um, yeah. Just to kind of flesh it out a little bit, I'm not sure. um, Yeah, uh, I'm not going to go into tons more detail. I love you know the thing that they set up in episode one about the '80s music yes. and our '80s music is means danger. Yeah. Um, and then it comes back. Did up. you pick up on the Cure reference? The Cure reference in uh, the latest episode. Oh no,
1: I didn't. I don't think I did. No.
0: So when 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 they're on when they're on the um, the merry-go-round. Okay. Is that what you call yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, the carousel. Or, yeah. Yeah, on the merry-go-round, and there's like this, like yeah, the carousel. Sorry. There's there's like a, a cute little, almost like. Uh, lullaby type song playing in the background yeah. uh, it's just like heaven by the cure oh, um yeah. which obviously Eight, came out in the 80s, 80s and then yeah, 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 what yeah. happens straight after that oh, is, <laughs> i just think it's really just really cool lots of cool stuff and like take on me yeah, yeah. is playing in that episode as well yeah, yeah, and it's like oh shit here we yeah, go yeah. cool <laughs> but yeah very clever very well done it's the creators of chernobyl which that was just outstanding that's chernobyl is one of the best tv shows ever made it's mm-hmm. incredible have you seen Chernobyl?
1: Yeah, 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 it's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, yeah it's so good. It's uh, what's it called? Jared Harris. Jared
0: Harris. Um... Yeah, Jared Harris is in it. Barry Keegan's in it, isn't he? Yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> I keep, I keep cool. seeing that's. I keep seeing that scene from Banshees uh, where he's down at the lake and he asks, he asks that if she'll marry him. Oh, I just yeah. keep seeing that scene oh, all over yeah. the place, and he's like, he's just like "Don't suppose you'd like to." You know, if you're older, <laughs> and she's like, Oh, no, no, love. And he goes, Didn't think so. <laughs> it's just so heartbreaking. Yeah, it's amazing. So, yeah. Well, anyway, um, where um, can we see cool.
1: The Last of Us, David?
0: The Last of Us is available every Monday on Sky Atlantic, or if you are a HBOer, which I don't think is possible over here, uh, there. <laughs> so, yeah, Mike, also Mike available on PlayStation. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, true. <laughs> okay, uh, cool. Let us know what you guys think about the Last of Us. So, and there, so have it
1: on Wednesday's episode. You heard Zach say <laughs> this.
0: Okay, good
1: And I've still got no clue. Ah.
0: Uh. Okay, well, Zachary is a big fan of Toy Story. His favorite character is Woody. And Woody has certain catchphrases that he says when you pull his pull string. And one of them Uh is, Okay, give food. There's a snake in my boot. There's a snake in my boot. Yeah. Listen again. Okay, give food.
1: There it is. Uh Yeah, cool. Well done. I got, yeah,
0: yeah. Just to let you know, I got a load the other day. Um, I've been, I, I got a load right. of really good ones off him. So, yeah, there's some good ones. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, Brilliant. Well,
1: thanks, Zachy. Mm. Uh, I wonder yeah, if what, Zach, when he's older, will listen back to this. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Zach.
0: No, be like, Daddy's, Dad's doing that annoying mm. thing Zach, again that he does.
1: <laughs> Zach, you Uncle Greg a pint. Come on now. Mm. Cough up. You owe me a pint. <laughs>
0: Uh, what is on the cards for this weekend?
1: Uh, not a lot, actually, very little. Uh, we had some vague plans Friday, uh, which I don't think gonna materialise because the people we had them with, uh, are, well, one of them is unwell. Uh, mm. So we are gonna have a very relaxing weekend of doing not a lot. We really, really need it. uh the mm. weekend after, it's Jane's birthday, which we also have very little planned for. But um, I think it's starting to look like we may get the train into Manchester and go for some lunch. Friends, something like that. Um, I don't know what about you
0: again. Yeah, not tons. Um, Zach started football, this little like he kick thing. Nice. So, uh, yeah, one of us will take him there. We've got Mark and Holly coming around on Sunday for a roast. Um, lovely. That is it? Yeah, not tons. Uh, lots of films, Excellent. I can imagine. It shall be good. Um, cool. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Tune in for both episodes this week. We've had some lovely feedback from you all. Um, if you have any questions, any reviews, any thoughts, send them through to us. You can like the podcast, share the podcast, um, follow us on Instagram and Facebook and all that sort of stuff at Dads on Film Pod. I think that'll about do it. Yep, yeah. Gregory. Okay, you have a good Lovely weekend. to see you. Have a wonderful weekend. I'll well, see you too. I need to sleep. Have a nice sleep. <laughs> yes, we'll yeah. see. Okay, bye, Goodbye. bye, everybody. You. Bye.